Welcome to the podcast, Working with Capital Letters. If you want to emphasize certain text parts on a flyer, poster, website, etc., some people tend to simply format everything bold or putting the text in majuscules. A majuscule is a capital letter. All big means all important, right? Well, it's not that easy, because every font has its micro-typographic characteristics, like letter widths, cap height, baseline, midline, counter, etc., which you want to use for your advantage. In this podcast, I will tell you some things you should definitely take notice of when working with capital letters. First of all, the most important thing is to talk about the gap between each letter. A well-made font should have a good tracking that supports good readability. Tracking, also known as letter spacing or character spacing, means the gap between each single letter. On my website you see some examples of different trackings of different letter widths and letter spacings etc. which I talk about in this podcast and the link to this article to this website I have put in the podcast description for you. So you should definitely take a look at this later on. As majuscules are big and big things need space to breathe in order to take full effect, it makes sense to space capital letters, definitely. This means that you manually extend the empty space between each character. When working with a lot of copy, it makes sense to set an automatic letter spacing in the paragraph styles, like in Adobe InDesign, so you can use this paragraph style for all your majuscule copy with ease. However, the gaps between words should always be despaced again afterwards. This is important to know. Another thing to consider, um, you should never let a space too wide in order not to affect readability. But how much should you let a space? Is there a golden rule? No, not really, unfortunately. It always depends on the look of the font. In the end, you want to have a harmonious whole. Sometimes a spacing of only 5%, for example, is enough. Sometimes 80% are okay too. And good graphic designers and typographers recognize the ideal dose here. If you want to have a perfect look, very important for logos for example, you should look at the spacing of each single word and always manually optimize the spacing between each letter as well. I personally tend to zoom in and out and even print fonts to achieve a perfect letter spacing because things look different when printed compared to on a screen. Letter-spaced majuscule text looks always much better than without manual spacing. Um, if you think of the logo of Tommy Hilfiger, you have the word Tommy, then a symbol or some sort of flag, and then the word Hilfiger. And everything is in capital letters, and there's a very, very wide letter-spacing between every single letter. When you look at the font as such, there is no such uh, wide letter spacing naturally. You can see the difference of um, the original Tom Hilfiger logo with wide letter spacing and the Tom Hilfiger font without manual letter spacing on my website. As mentioned before, I put the link for you in the podcast description. A very wide letter spacing without despacing the gaps between words often destroys the readability. But the exception proves the rule. This effect can be used on purpose for a logo, as seen in the logo of Victoria Beckham's fashion label. As her name was well known before her fashion career, people would have no problem with reading the logo, Victoria Beckham. Leaving out the crossbar in the A majuscule, the M majuscule's reduced simplicity, that would be a W majuscule if turned upside down, and the extremely wide letter spacing makes the logo a strong and confident trademark 
which is dominantly taking up a lot of space, but is still subtle and reduced to the basics. And this is exactly what Victoria Beckham's fashion is all about and embodies. And this message is transported in the logo very well. You can see that as well on my website or simply Google for Victoria Beckham. Fonts with a spacious letter width are very suitable for capital letter copy in my opinion. But attention, fonts with a very slim letter width should not be spaced too wide because the letters can easily look lost in the air. And I put together some examples of different fonts with a normal letter spacing and um, a wider letter spacing, like 20% or 60% on my website for you. And uh, this is really very interesting to see. So you should definitely take a look um, at this article on my website. The link is in the podcast description. Black letters italic styles sometimes even and hand letterings are not very suitable for putting them in capital letters you also see why on my website i put some examples there for you if capital letters are spread over several lines you should also consider the leading the leading is the empty space between two lines of text um, don't get confused here this is not the line spacing the line spacing is the difference between two baselines for instance but the leading really is the empty space between two lines of text. And I have an example on my website where a quote from the magazine Barbara number 22 is spread um, over three lines and it's a serif font with a high contrast in italic style in capital letters. And the, the two dots of the, of the U, which is a typical German character, um, even go into the D majuscule above. So the readability is not very good here, but this might be, um, well, a consciously chosen style effect, I would say, by the editorial designer, because it's really a very good magazine. I mentioned the term contrast before. Contrast in typography means that the lines in the same letter have different thicknesses. I also have another example of a header in the magazine Barbara number 22, a very big sans serif font without any contrast, meaning the, the lines in the letter don't have any different thicknesses, without visible letter spacing. And I framed three places in this header in a, in a red rectangle and these places should have been letter spaced, I personally think. But take a look at this on my website, the link is in the podcast description. Then, when text is put in capital letters, you might ask yourself, how can I emphasize certain parts of text within capital letters? Well, there are different methods to do this. You can use different font styles or also different font sizes. An example for that is also visible on my website. It's a print advertisement for Nivea. And in this example, the corporate font is used in a bold and in a light style. So we have the same font, but different styles. And in addition to that, there is a raspberry pink box with white bold font that stands out nicely, is still looking subtle and is in, of course in line with the corporate design. By the way, the corporate font of the trademark Nivea is very distinctive as it's mostly used in bold style. It looks very strong due to the lack of any contrast. So the lines of the letter are all the, have all the same thickness. And some majuscules like M or N go beyond the cap height and the baseline. 
the cap head is the upper end of a capital letter and the baseline is an imaginary line which a letter sits on basically and when you look at the Nivea font or even the Nivea logo it has a, an N in it you see that the N and the M go beyond the height of capital letters and below the lowest point of capital letters. This is very interesting to see. Then uh, what you also see on my website is a print advertisement for a sports event in Tyrol. They use different font styles, regular and bold, and different font sizes again. When working with different sizes within the same font, I always recommend to work with symmetric values. The human eye likes symmetry, which is also why people with symmetric facial features are considered to be very attractive. So there is a sense behind it or um, some science behind it. So don't simply make a word bigger than another one, but make it bigger by, let's say, 50% of a square. A square in typography means if you place an imaginary square on top of a capital letter, whereas the height-width relation of the letter should be covered. It's basically a symmetric size, a square with four equally long sides that displays the size of a capital letter. You can see some examples of this square again on my website. The link is in the podcast description. When working with squares or square parts, like 20, 30, 40, 50%, you make sure to introduce a certain consistency in your copy and design, and this consistency improves the overall look. How else can you emphasize certain text parts within capital letters? You can use different colors. You can achieve interesting effects by deleting the gaps between words and using different colors for the words. But be careful, two colors are enough in most cases. Don't overdo it here because having every word in a different color makes the copy or the logo or whatever easily look very cheap and unprofessional. You can see on my website again uh, a picture of a logo of House de Begegnung in Innsbruck. And you have three words. The first and the third word are orange and the second word is grey and there is no gap between the words. So it looks, it looks very neat, tidy and very simple but very professional. Another way to emphasize text parts in capital letters is to mix different fonts. But mixing different fonts is very, very delicate. If you are not familiar with how to professionally mix fonts, you might want to skip that. You, you don't want to do this because you want to use other methods of emphasizing capital letters because otherwise it can easily look cheap and unprofessional. On my website, I also put two examples of mixing different fonts. One is a positive example because the, the two different fonts have the same letter width and I manually adjusted the cap height and baseline. So the cap height is the same, the baseline is the same. So it looks very, very neat and tidy. Then a negative example of font mixing you can also see on my website. There are different letter widths and different cap heights and baselines. So it doesn't look very, very neat, very tidy. This is a negative example of font mixing that you can see on my website. As I said before, the link to this page is in the podcast description.